Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. You could be uh, spending time with your significant other, with your female in your life. But let's be yeah. real. You probably ain't got one of those, but we're going to help you with that. I was going to say, we don't really either, but we're we're experienced, you know. At the uh, moment, we don't. As of this come, recording, you know, the future, eh, things change. They come, but they come and go for me. As my father would always say, oh, women are like the streetcar. There's one coming every five minutes. Ah, hell. <laughs> but, <laughs> and then again, he comes from a different time. So, <laughs> oh, That's pretty funny, man. Well, welcome to the show, folks. We got a lot to do today. We're going to, um, what are we going to do? We're going to do um, the love connection again. Hell yeah. Dustin Bones Love Connection makes a special return for the day of love. That's right. So hopefully next year, if you listen to me, you won't be spending Valentine's Day alone. Yeah, definitely. And plus, we're going to be um, going coming through the highlights of um, the uh, slash AMA over on the music subreddit that he yes. just recently did as of this recording. I was going to say. Yeah, this happened, what, yesterday at the time we're recording this? Yesterday, two days ago, I think, because by the time this airs, his album will have already been out. By the weekend so oh well no shit oh yeah because there's that live stream coming up this weekend yeah so uh ladies and gentlemen officially we'll be having seven new slash songs added to the wheel because we already covered three of them oh nice because the three uh, singles that he released oh uh, that won't be too bad yeah we can maybe do a whole summer slash on it or, or something we'll see <laughs> we'll figure it out who knows we'll make it up as we go oh yeah but uh all of that and much more still to come today. And uh, yeah, with that, welcome to the Guns and Radio podcast. Hit that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns and Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Caputo. Dustin Bones, this is episode one, number 147, I almost screwed that up already, <laughs> episode number 147 of the Guns and Radio podcast, and you know what that means, bro. Uh, we're getting closer to 150. We are literally three weeks away from 150. I don't know if we actually announced this on a previous uh, episode or whatnot, but we're going to be doing that live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Thank you, Bill O'Reilly. We're gonna fucking do it live once more. <laughs> do it up one more time. Um, so I believe, as I check my calendar here, double check and make sure we got the date right. Um, March seventh. Yeah, that will be episode number one hundred and fifty. We're gonna be going live and direct. So if you don't see an episode on Spotify like Monday more that Monday morning, just know that it's gonna happen live later on at night. Um, yeah. we'll update you with a time, whatever. We'll figure something out. But as of right now, that is our plan. We are going We're live busy, for episode man. 150. Yes. So, yeah, March 7th, we will be live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Thanks, Bill O'Reilly. Once I, again. Love, I love that clip, man. Shout out to Bill O'Reilly. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to be live on Feb- February, March. March, March 7th, 7th, the first Monday of March. Yeah, man, this, this, uh, this year's going by pretty quick, man. We, uh, we just feels like we just got started and it's already uh 
already about to be March here in about a couple of weeks. So yeah, we're like mid February. Holy shit, it's just it's flying now. I feel like it's back to some sort of a normalcy now. Yeah. But if you want to watch the live version of the show, then head over to our YouTube and our Facebook. We'll be multi-streaming on both. So if one gets kicked down, the other will still be up. And plus the replay will be available right here, right here on our uh, Spotify and uh, the, the, our, our normal feed. It's still yeah. going to go up. Once Wherever you're going to get your podcast as well. But you're going to get the video version on Spotify. That's the one you'd want to see. Yeah, yeah, Spotify is pretty cool. Speaking of Spotify, man, this Joe Rogan thing just won't fucking die. Uh, they're, dude, uh, they're just, I don't know. I don't know, like, personally, me, I don't really listen to his podcast, so I don't know the whole context of it. But I feel I feel like they've been, like, I feel like it's like they're just, I don't know. Are they just trying to Looking get for, for something like, anything to bitch nowadays? About? Like, I yeah. get it. I, I, I don't really care for Joe Rogan. I think he's is what he is whatever like i don't know i don't really care to listen to a three-hour podcast of him just talking a bunch of random shit to be honest uh, me. If, it, it depends on who he's talking to mm-hmm. i don't tune in every day but when he's got a guest on like i sat through the undertaker david lee roth uh i know i sat through elon musk oh the uh, undertaker where he basically said to all these fucking nerds stop playing video games and start bringing knives and cocaine back into the locker room yeah totally <laughs> Undertaker's a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Undertaker is a badass, you son of a bitch. Yeah, okay. <laughs> An American I mean, badass. Now, I don't expect you to know when. I mean, he was for a few years. Then Vince McMahon buried him alive. What you guys got? Bret Hart? Uh, uh. You mean the best there is, was, and never will be? Yeah, maybe from Canada, but let me tell you something, buddy. In the rest of the fucking world, he ain't at the top of the spectrum, okay? No, he's, he's on a spectrum, not the spectrum. Wait, Bret, Bret Hart is the fucking man. You ever seen that video of him, like, like there's bitching a, about recent, getting screwed? Oh, oh. No, there was a recent video. It's like, hey, Brock Lesnar, you got one of these, and it's just like fucking him when the Simpsons action figure, whatever. And he's like, <laughs> hey, Ric Flair, you know, we're on the Simpsons. And like, he goes, like, hey, like his remote, show me the Simpsons, and it plays the episode he was on. <laughs> wow, that's his lifetime funny. achievement. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that one time he called Hulk Hogan a fake fucking piece of shit, which is well, accurate yeah. as fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, he did get screwed over in the WWF and went about to cry, went on to cry about it for a while, eleven, twelve years, constantly. Yeah, um, rightfully so, he did get screwed. <laughs> uh, Brett screwed Brett, my friend. Everybody got to see that. Best thing that ever happened to Bret Hart was Jim the Anvil Neidhart. No, the best thing that happened to him was fucking Stu Hart, please. <laughs> hey, Stu Hart. I'm a creepy old man that likes to choke people. I get off on it. You already see what I do to Helen in the bedroom. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> That's my Stu Hart impression. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself just now. Oh man. That's the ghost of Stu Hart strangling me right now for making fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course I'm just picking on you, bro. I know, I know. I was gonna say, speaking of ghosts, I don't know if you heard fucking Buff Bagba wants to do a death match I saw on Twitter. What? Yeah, Buff Bagwell is apparently still alive. And he's like, Yeah, I want to do a fucking death match. I'm like, all he- right, sweet. 
When did he get out of jail? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was in jail. Oh, he stopped being a gigolo, I guess, like five years ago. I don't know. Dude, look at him. He looks like shit now. I, I saw like actually recent pics. He's starting to get back in shape now. Ain't even buff Bagwell no more. He's just Bagwell. He's just he's just plain old Marcus. He's Bones Bagwell is what he yeah. is. It's just Marcus, man. It's just American male Marcus over there. Yeah. But enough wrestling talk. That's for a different podcast. Uh, that we still haven't <laughs> brought back from the dead. <laughs> we're like 10 minutes, almost 10 minutes into the show. We hadn't done jack shit. Yeah. Uh, um, should we get into the, some of the slash AMA right now? Yeah. Let me get my phone real quick. Cause I took some screenshots of some uh, interesting ones. And in yeah. typical slash fashion, there's really nothing answer. super elaborate or explicit. Yeah. Just answers like this. And it's like, yeah, man. You know, I'm writing this album with my with the full fucking great. Oh, yeah, dude. So enjoy the return of Stoner Slash for this episode. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How do we want to go about this? Um, I'm going to start with this one here. So this uh, the first question from the AMA that we're going to discuss comes from Friendly University 7. And it says, Slash, can you speak to what uh, was the catalyst that led you to that led uh, to you and Axel burying the hatchet. I've seen you guys three times on your last two tours and have been blown away each time. You know, we all have for the wrong reasons. Uh, (laughs) I mean, depending on what time you saw, it would have been like, Hey, 2016. Oh my God, it's happening. It's legit. 2017. It's like, okay, this is still pretty cool. 2018. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) Fuck 2020, 2021. Oh, I can't believe I paid for this. 2021. We're back, but on a budget tour. Yeah. Anyway, Hard School Rocks, and I'm looking, and I'm very much looking forward to your new music. I hope SNKC makes it to Pittsburgh on a tour soon. And Slash said, <clears throat> Yo, dude, like the catalyst that like led to me and Axel burying the hatchet was just the two of us talking for the first time in 20 years. So he didn't really say any fucking thing. Yeah, it's, it's basically like, oh, look, I decided to pick up a phone or, like, you know, send him a text. Or, Dude, you, you know, know, I needed the money. And um, I said, Axel, why don't we just do a reunion tour? And Axel Bumble. also needed the money, so, yeah. Bumble quit, DJ quit, Tommy quit. Yeah, that's what they happened. knew nothing that's was going to happen. That's the catalyst that led to them. The Axel picking up the phone and saying, you know what? I'm going to try to talk to Slash. It was either that or we finally would get Zach Wilde in Guns N' Roses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Paul Tobias returns after 20 years. <laughs> that I wouldn't mind. That would be interesting. Uh, here's a good one. This one come from Roth. And it says, what's your most spinal tap moment? And he replied, my life is a spinal tap moment. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess so this is the exciting shit we got. Like, we get it. You've done like crazy fucking amounts of drugs and alcohol. Like, cool. We read your autobiography. <laughs> I'm gonna skip. Uh, I'm gonna skip this one because I want to come back to it because I think it's actually gonna lead to some discussion. Uh, oh shit! Don't want to go that far. This one is from Ablo uh, Ablo three fourteen. And it says slash in a very digital uh, in a very digital world is inspiring to see 
I guess he means to say it is inspiring to see an old school album or an old school recording being made all live. Can you talk a little bit about the whole experience of recording an album like a live session? What are the pros and cons of that format? Would you uh, pretend to do uh, to do it again? And he says the pros of uh, recording an album like a live session is that you capture the energy and the spirit of all of the band members playing off of each other in the moment. The cons are if you make a mistake, you have to live with it. I mean, I, I, I does it really matter? Maybe that's why Slash and Miles Kennedy songs all sound similar. Eh. Yeah, because they guess. did that on the last album, did they not? And then they, they always didn't do it live on the last album. I don't think they did. <clears throat> oh, they did on Apocalyptic Love. I think I they believe. did. They, they recorded it not with digital. They did it in analog. I think in that one, they used different recording, like older recording equipment and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to hear the rest of the songs on the album, I guess. I'll check mm-hmm. them out. I mean, I thought Fill My World was really good. Yeah, I'll definitely give the album a listen. It's Slash. I mean, we're not not going to listen to it like you hype. Yeah. But, well, we'll see. And then we can you know, give our reviews over the time here on this podcast. That we shall. Matt GOG666 says... Hey, Slash, do you think Slash's Snake Pit gets enough recognition? I absolutely love Ain't Life Grand and Beggars and Hangers On. That's Cheers. actually a good question, because I don't think anyone's yeah. asking about Snake Pit in like 20 years. Yeah, this is a, a real fan that knows his shit. Mm-hmm. And he says, I think Sna- he says, yes, I think Snake Pit gets enough recognition considering how short-lived both bands were. Yeah, uh, it was two different lineups. Right. That's right. I, I forget that. Yeah, it was two basically, I think, mostly different or like almost completely different lineups. Yeah, that's my only gripe about Slash and Miles Kennedy since they dropped all the covers from their uh, from their concerts mm-hmm. is that we lost all those Snake Pit songs live. Yeah, but the good thing is, according to the last, uh, I guess, the opening a night of the tour as we're recording this, they brought a Snake Pit song back into the set. They're doing. Some some other stuff. There's no GNR covers. Well, I mean, he's in GNR. If you want yeah. to see Splash play GNR, go. So you can go see GNR now. Plus, they have four albums. Plus, his solo album. They have five albums of material. Yeah, to comb, comb through. So, like, he's got enough. And then they brought back um, "Always on the Run." That song he did with Lenny Kravitz, apparently. Eh, I'm not a fan. Just cool. It's a good song, but. It'd be cool to have like a one-off here and there. I don't know if they put that permanently in the set list, you know. But yeah, I noticed they cut "Night Train." Yeah, like I didn't figure they would ever cut that song. They'd have at least one gun song in there. Maybe it's still in the all two knows. This was just, I think, our. Uh, I believe someone in their Discord posted the the set list from the first night of the tour. Yeah, yeah, and it could change over time. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. Uh, probably. I mean, I'm sure they'll take things out and put a couple of things in and stuff like that. And, uh, Ken, the bad guitarist asked, uh, slash, do you prefer playing in large arenas or small venues? And then he says, my favorite gig was you and the guys at the Olympia theater in Dublin with Charlie Sheen hanging from a balcony. That was a great night. But they didn't answer the question though. Yeah, he did. He says, I really like a variety of different size venues oh, from okay. the smallest clubs and stadiums to everything in between. So I guess he doesn't really say yeah, what he likes. Preference. He's just like, I just like playing my guitar for like 45 minutes. 
Yeah, during <laughs> during Rocky, just making Queen. blues and just going, yeah, some some really cool shit, guys. You know, but then I wake up and everyone's gone. <laughs> yeah, see, guys, we told you that he doesn't really. We literally picked out the most interesting parts of this. Yeah. Uh, sad sheep herder says, how long do you think you'll be making albums with miles Kennedy and the conspirators? And then he goes on to write a big long paragraph about how big a fan he is that I'm not going to read. And, uh, slash respond because slash only responds to the first sentence. Cause he, he obviously didn't read the rest of it. <laughs> He's like, God's too many words. I, I go to school for this. And he says, I don't see any reason why I would stop making albums with, with, uh, SMKC. Exactly. I mean, they're a tight ass band. I love them. Yeah. And finally, I saved this one for last because this is literally the most interesting thing, in my opinion, <clears throat> that came out of this AMA. Sublens asks Hi, Slash. You mentioned in an earlier interview that you started contact with the GNR camp a few years ago because you wanted to make sure that the footage from the Illusions tour was safe and sound. What's the status of all of that footage? And Slash replied, the footage is in good condition. So start fucking releasing it. <laughs> yeah, we won't never see it. No. You, you'll maybe get one concert on like the alleged user illusion box set if when that's an officially announced or comes out. Yeah, you think that's actually going to happen? They have? They should. Someday. They'll do it. I mean, then they'll probably release more fucking tour footage when they say do like 30 years of the spaghetti. It's the one that no one wants. <laughs> Man, I want that fucking chai dim, uh mega drop. Mega I'd buy it. that. Yeah. yeah. I'd buy it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It, it comes all it comes like a the red hand statue. We should like make our own fucking like editions. Listen, if they do a spaghetti incident, like 30th anniversary box set, I want it to come in a literal box of spaghetti. Like the microwave kind that Gaffietti signs. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was his thing for a little while where he would sign uh uh lean cuisines. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it it became a meme because he did it one time because somebody saw him and wanted an autograph and it was on video, and the only thing they had around was a lean cuisine for him mm-hmm. to sign, so he just yeah. signed it and then that shit blew up and <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, man, nothing really spectacular came out of the AMA except for that one thing. We do know the Illusions tour footage is in good shape. Good. Uh, still living on the past. Yeah, I mean, we probably won't see that until forty years from now. <laughs> we we still have shit about this. Yeah, this podcast will long be gone by the time. I mean, hell, we can bring it back for. This. Well, I said that about new music, too. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it be what it be. Pretty much. Uh, Yeah, man, that was uh, pretty interesting. Also, uh, we want to tell everybody that um, if you haven't already, you can go over to Twitch. And I believe TNR still have the uh, live stream up. From where they watched November Rain sixty times in a row. Yeah, they have it split up into like hours. I think so. It's like hour one to two. Whatever. I think we show up in the, the second, the middle part there. Oh, okay. 
yeah, that was a really fun ass time. That was um, <laughs> us, us two with them and um, the the fellows from the Buckethead podcast, which we probably should have on here soon. Yeah, those yeah. guys were fun. Those guys were funny was... as fuck, and it, it, it just shit just got off the rails for a couple hours with us. <laughs> and we we're reading. Somehow we got into reading fucking fan fiction. <laughs> Some very very like <laughs> weird shit. Yeah, well, if you want to see all that. I mean, we just kind of made it a, see a sleep, see a sleep deprived. And plus, I mean, everybody else was drinking, so I had a few drinks while we were there, and <laughs> pretty much we, <laughs> we all had a really good time just hanging with uh, TNR and uh, the dudes from the Buckethead show, and and friends, you know, and oh, friends, sure, yeah, hell yeah, it was a good time. So check yeah. out in the archives there, Twitch.tv/slash nineteen ninety two. That's one nine nine two VMAs. Same as their website as well. Yeah. And uh, we're definitely going to do something again with those ladies in the future. Maybe they'll come back on our show or we may make another appearance there again. Who knows? Yeah, dude, we always have a good time hanging with them. Oh, yeah. It's always it's a vibe. They're, they're basically like the female version of us. Of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, if, if they do come back on the show, guys, I'm just going to tell you, don't expect us to be following our normal 60-minute format. Cause... No, because the first time we had them on here, dude, we split up into two episodes, three hours. <laughs> yeah, we yeah it was three hours. We and three was, hours and stuff. We were having such a good time, we just let it go. Oh, it yeah, cold. man. That was probably one of the, uh, the best experiences of doing this podcast. Just shit like that is just so fun. <laughs> Yeah, man, we've met a lot of cool people doing this show, so I'm really glad uh, for that. <clears throat> but uh, speaking of birthdays, uh, the day that we're recording this episode is February 9th, so uh, yesterday was somebody else's birthday. Do you know whose birthday it was? I believe you tagged me in something on Facebook on this. Um, um, it was Vince Neal's birthday? Yeah, it was like, your good friend. This is right Neal. after... I- I mean, I guess right now we're 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 not on rocky terms, so let's see. Yeah, <laughs> not at the moment. Not at the moment, unless, <laughs> unless he has like a fucking heart palpitation or something. Well, uh, we just want to say a quick happy birthday to Chris Caputo's uh, good best friend, uh, Vince Neil. I mean, did did you call him or anything and tell him? Uh, no, I forgot. I was too busy. I'm sorry, Vince. <laughs> Tell him uh, happy birthday. Sorry, I was busy celebrating Axel Rose's birthday. Oh wait, hang on. Oh, we're getting a call. Let's just uh, let's just take that real quick. Oh, okay. Hello, hey guys. I just wanted to say something really quick. First off, I want to thank everybody for all the happy birthday wishes. It was a good birthday. I spent it down at Casa Bonita. Uh, getting the, uh, the, the Mexican buffet. I had 14 tacos, uh, three burritos, and diarrhea for about four hours after that. Oh, okay. You, oh, you, well. I guess he wasn't at the adult spa then? Oh, no, I was at the adult spa. Wait, they have a Casa Bonita there? What the? There's... Oh, oh. Wait, did you have the diarrhea after the adult spa or before? During. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh. That. Oh, uh, were you? Jeez, in the- it probably looked like turned to a jackass stunt or something. Were, were you in the hot tub? Of course, I was in the fucking hot tub. I'm not gonna go all the way to the adult spa and not be in the fucking hot tub. I was in the hot tub getting a handy from some old lady. I don't know who the fuck she was. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it's my birthday, baby. Woo! And you know something? I couldn't help but notice. You guys, you guys did a special episode just for Axel Rose on his birthday. How come I didn't get a fucking birthday episode? Well, Vince, this is a Guns N' Roses themed podcast. Um, if you want, you can, if there's a Molly Crew podcast, you can bust those people's balls to give you a birthday special, you know? All this in your fucking podcast any fucking way. I don't give a fuck what you think about it. It's my fucking birthday! Well, happy belated, Vince Neil. That's all I'm going to say. Do you even know how fucking old I am? Uh, I'm just going to say old enough to party and shit your pants in an adult spot, I guess. Hey! First off, just because I'm in my 60s does not mean I'm incontinent. That's only sometimes, not all the time. Okay? It's only when I eat really spicy food. And the ladies at the adult spa didn't even notice. So who cares? Oh, God. Vince Neil is 61 years old. Holy shit, he's actually older than Axel? Goddamn right, I got a leg up on that skinny red-headed son of a bitch. And I'll tell you something else. I'll still kick anybody's ass. I don't give a fuck who it is. If it's Axel Rose, if it's Stradling, I don't care if it's if it's Bon Jovi or Helen Hart or fucking <laughs> Lita Ford or Joan Jett. Why Helen Hart? Helen Hart's a saint, man. <laughs> why are you going after wrestling know. wives now? Jeez. Hey, fuck you. You know that's why. How about that? How about <laughs> fuck Helen Hart? Fuck Joan Jett? Fuck Def Leppard. Fuck any band that's not Motley Crue, because Motley Crue is the greatest band in the fucking world, baby. Woo! Why fuck Def Leppard? They're touring with you on the stadium tour, if that's ever going to happen or not. You really think that fucking tour... I mean, yeah, 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 that tour's happening. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, guys, I'm going to have to go now, because you know what? Just celebrating my birthday one day isn't good enough when you're Vince fucking Neil. So I'm going to go back to the taco buffet and then I'm going to jump back in the spa with all the ladies over there at the adult spa. And I'm going to have myself a great fucking week. So with that, screw you guys. I'm going home. Oh, well. Well, why would he say he's going home? He told us where he's going. (laughs) Doesn't make sense. Unless home sweet home, I guess, is... You know the, the adult spa, the adult spa. Literally getting. I think I think that's what it's about. Yeah, th- that's probably is. Yeah, you know I'm a dreamer. A dreamer of getting I mean... in a hot tub <laughs> with a bunch of strangers. I mean that that's when he's been the chorus. You know, I'm on my know. way. That's basically <laughs> him saying he's about to you know bust a load. Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. Start jerking it in the parking lot before do, I do, even do, 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 do. in the door. <laughs> I want to go inside and hook up with some random whore. That's great. We just steal Panther at the song. I love it. <laughs> Gotta wash my hair. Okay. <laughs> uh, so happy birthday, Vance. Uh, thank you for coming on and uh, spending some of your birthday with us. Yeah, and not blowing a gasket or whatever. Uh, not too much of one. His gasket's always blown. I don't know. Maybe he's on blood thinners for once. Who knows? Maybe. He came in until 61, man. Damn. Wow. I did not know he was. he had a leg up on Axl Rose in age, but unfortunately, he's about seven legs down on vocal ability, so... <laughs> 
think they're pretty even. Yeah, but at least one doesn't, you know, run out of breath and like cancels a show halfway through. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Axel never got blowed up and finished a show. Yeah, really. I mean, the only time he ever like had to stop a show halfway through was either sort of riot or he was actually sick and couldn't go anymore. <laughs> well, guys, sounds like Vince Neal's getting some loving on Valentine's Day, so maybe, just maybe, we can help you guys get some loving too. Uh, I believe Caputo, you. I have not heard these uh, these questions that you're about to pose me. Oh, fuck. Let me get some. Hang on. (laughs) Oh, shit. We haven't even done the bit. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like, fuck. Hang on. I I have have homework. I screenshotted the shitty AMA. Yeah, I had one job, guys. You send your hate mail to (laughs) Echoes. I have a couple subreddits. I think we can definitely. Well, I'm going to play this video clip that I showed Caputo before the show started to uh, kill a little time while he does this, okay? Yeah. Uh, I saw this on TikTok and then I had to go download the whole thing. So I'll give credit to whoever's the guy's name on the screen. Right now, if you're not listening on Spotify, Spotify is where you want to be for this one so you can see the visuals because that's where the fun is. Great video was apparently made by at Jimmy dot something. <clears throat> America. I love that video. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Because we don't have any ads anymore, so we got to put an ad for America in the middle of this show. <laughs> Damn right. Man, I hope, uh, I wish Anchor would fix that shit, though. That'd be nice. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Give us some more sponsorships. I mean, we'll sponsor you. I don't care, Anchor, but still. <laughs> give us fucking something. Shit. I mean, fuck, they give us some decent money at least. Sheet far. All right, so uh, are you ready now? You're going to read me some questions and let me give some some desperate people some advice on their love life. Hell yes. Um, All right, let's do this. I'm ready to help some people. 
All right. So this is from the the r slash relationship advice subreddit. I think it's an older one, but there's a new subreddit for it. Um, so this one's this. Let's start with something like here. Okay. Um, so this is titled "How Do I Become the Girl He Wants?" Uh, learn how to cook. Yeah. Okay. So here's a description here. Um, I've known this guy since we were both in primary school. We're now both seniors in high school. He's helped me get through some very tough times with my family. Um, blah, blah, some stuff in brackets, not important. Um, a couple of years ago, I started to develop feelings for him. He stopped being just a friend, and I wanted us to be together. I do really love him with all my heart, and he means the world to me. He seemed to be developing those same feelings as well, but recently he's lost interest. He doesn't react to any advances. I make as much as he used to. Now I'm wondering if there's someone else. Is it possible Ooh. for me to change for him, or will I push too hard and lose him completely? Dustin Bones, give us your loving and advice. Let's help this uh, video. I'm going to tell you. Uh, first off, you got to get his attention. Okay, they said they're seniors in high school, right? Yes. Uh, you show up to class with breast implants, and I guarantee he's going to be he's going to be fully attentive uh, to that. Uh, I would say dress slutty, uh, breast implants, uh, the occasional surprise beach, uh, ain't no, <laughs> uh, ain't no dude going to turn that down. Uh, trust me on that one. The worst one I ever had was great. And, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's about all I got on that one. So yeah. Uh, breast implants, surprise beach, uh, what else? Uh, feed him. Feed his ass. Dudes love chicks that can cook. I know we're not supposed to say that we like that shit in this day and age, but uh, fuck this cancel culture shit. That's what we like. Damn it. Damn it. And uh, if he does have a girlfriend, uh, be the third. I mean, y- you guys, if he's like interested in other people, get in there with him. It's called dividing and conquering, okay? No, I think you're just promoting polygamy now. Am I? I don't know. Sounds maybe. like it. Now this guy's going to have eight wives. Maybe. But, you know, who's going to be the top dog in the pack? That's, you yeah. know, you got to make the moves here to make it happen. I guess so. So, so um, take that advice. Yeah. All right. What's next? Okay. So this next one is uh, titled Five Years with My Current Girlfriend. Now I'm finding I'm falling for her sister. Mm. All right. Yeah. So I get straight. This uh, user here gets straight to the point, at least. We've all been uh, there before. Yeah. So he says, lately, we've been spending time together, lunches, out for a few drinks and bonding, trying to build a relationship advice or sorry, build a relationship. Sorry, because my girlfriend tells me I need to get along with her. And now I right. find out that we have so much in common and is even an easier going relationship than my current one. And then, sorry, before that, he said we were butting heads all the time i guess him and his girlfriend's sister or whatever um it's definitely a can of worms i like to avoid so any solid advice would be great avoiding her is out of the question because they live together so that is nearly impossible uh sleep weather and if you get caught say i thought it was you i love how someone actually posted that in here he says have <laughs> oh. sex with her have sex with her sister if you find you miss your girlfriend then that means she's the one if not then keep cheating <laughs> <laughs> Someone beat you to it. Oh, man. I just say, like, you know, just I thought it was you, baby. <laughs> Y'all look so much alike. I couldn't tell. Them. I mean, are they twins? No, that'd be cool. 
but I mean, that it was know. it was dark. I thought it was you. Uh, <laughs> ain't my fault. Uh, besides, five years, uh, five years, and you ain't starting to see some cracks in the foundation. I don't know, man. Might be time to uh, hook up with her sister. In my humble opinion, uh, of course. I believe that uh, if you if you don't want to hook up with a sister, like every other fucking red-blooded man, I mean, who hadn't hooked up with their girlfriend's sister, right? I mean, who hadn't done that? I mean, we've I all been there. Depending on what there. backwoods state you come from, maybe, I don't know. I mean, well, it depends on what her sister looks like, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hell, Do you my... also want to be known as a, as a, as a homewrecker sister fucker? Am I the home wrecker? If I fuck her, is she the home wrecker? Well, she allowed it to happen, so I don't know. You're both at, exactly. you're both at fault, technically. So it's a 50 50 split, I'd say. And then, you know what? It might be time for a chichi refresh. Uh, makes for some awkward Thanksgivings. I would say just fuck the whole family. Say mom and dad. Yeah, mom no too. Yeah. Mom, dad, grandpa, whatever. And just, well, I don't you know. know. Then you. That, that. <laughs> well, see, that way you can at least complete the set. Yeah. And that way you could say, you know, it's a blanket thing. Maybe that'll make Thanksgiving a little less awkward. Yeah. Uh, if then you all... say now, guess what? I'm intertwined. And you do the fucking 23andMe test and now you're you're in the tree. Yeah. So, that's it, man. I mean, that's 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 pretty solid right there. That's a yeah, pretty man. good idea. I mean, I tell you put your entry on Ancestry.com. That's right. <laughs> Which we're not uh, sponsored by, unfortunately. No, not yet. Anyway, they might after this bit. Uh if you don't want to uh, to sleep with her sister, uh, my other advice would be uh, when her sister you got you got to you're gonna have to ugly her up a little bit, and the way you do that is is uh, when she's not looking, uh, slip uh, slip some hormones in her uh, in her in her drink so she'll grow a mustache or something, and then uh, then you know you won't be attracted to her sister anymore. Maybe a little chest hair. I don't know. Do people not have brain power anymore? We gotta resort to this shit. What? Do people not have brain power? Can't you think of something? That is else brain power. Than... That's that's no. brilliant. That's I mean, you gotta get your hands on the hormones. Like trying to switch someone's gender without their consent. Just uh slip a little testosterone hormone in there. Give her that deep voice. Yeah, okay. Then you turn into a fucking a, a UFC fighter. Hey. You know what? Then she gets. And then all of a sudden, she becomes Ronda Rousey. And then she's rich, and you and her sister can mooch off of her. So I mean, you know, I I'm not seeing a downside here. I mean, I think this is pretty good, a uh, pretty good solid idea right there. So there's two separate options depending on what path you want to take. Uh, uh, if you don't want to bang your sister and you want to try to work things out with your girlfriend, uh, uh, the hormone thing is uh gonna be the way to go because. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, man. You ever tried to kiss a chick with a mustache? Uh, it's, it's, it's not pleasant, to say the least. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there's that. There's that one. Okay, uh, next one here. Another um, love life saved. Yes, um, I think speaking of more on this on topic of sex, so this man is losing sexual desire for his girlfriend. He wonders, is this hmm. normal? I, I, how, uh, does it say how long they've been together? It says a year and a half-ish. He's 23. She's 20. 
And he basically works a night shift. It says, but my night's off. She wants to stay up and have fun, but I really just want to sleep. In fact, I really don't want to do anything with her anymore. Maybe walk the dogs, but that's it. And he says, as soon as we get back to my place, I just want to veg on the couch, be left alone. She wants to cuddle, wants to tickle, massage, whatever, then sex, blah, blah. Um, hmm. There's actually some other decent advice on there. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like you got a fatal attraction on your hands, man. The best thing you can do. I mean, if it's been a whole year, I mean, look, man. Well, they've been together for a year and a half-ish. That, oh, I'm not saying that they haven't had sex. Uh, no, drop yeah. this one, man. Go on. Get somebody else. Take a break. How about this? Get a job. Get a better fucking job. One that you don't work throughout the middle of the fucking night. Live like a fucking vampire. I mean, yeah. I, and if you are a vampire, then bite her ass on the neck, make her a vampire too, and then maybe you'll be uh, fucking attracted to her, I guess. But uh, if uh, if the old, uh, let's see here, if the old captain won't stand at attention, then uh, you may need to seek medical attention mm-hmm. uh if you can't afford that i know especially here in the states medical attention can be uh quite pricey so if you uh if you can't afford to seek medical attention my next piece of advice uh would be to uh use a, a popsicle stick and some scotch tape no shame in that uh we've all been there before uh at least you know to get the ball rolling what are you gonna do with that? With a popsicle stick and some scotch tape? Wait, so you're gonna tape it to his his male yeah. organ? Yeah, make it stiff. <laughs> it won't go limp. <laughs> the old classic, uh, the old classic popsicle stick trick. Well, I guess it's better advice than people in the comments give. <laughs> uh, well, they're not the ones with the podcast saving people's uh, fucking relationships here. Okay? Yeah. There's one guy recommended him stop jerking off for a month so you can basically, once she touches it, you instantly come. Hey, that's pretty solid advice. Yeah. Or he basically is like, oh, maybe your libido is low. You know, eat know better and exercise. That, that could be. Better and exercise. Fuck that. Watch porn. That, that too. Or, you know, if it, okay, it matter does he want to do it, but he's just not physically capable because he's tired. It sounds to me like in the description what you're saying there, he's just like too damn tired because like he works fucking nights. He works overnights basically. All right, here's what you do, son. On your way home, pick up a five hour energy. All right. Now before you go in the house, when you get home, you're gonna get out your phone. You're gonna turn on Pornhub, and you're gonna start your little stroke off in the and right there in the car in the in the driveway. All right. Now you ain't going to finish. You're just going to get the juices flowing. All right. Then you go in the house. You're already warmed up. You've got your five hour energies had time to kick in and uh, you do your business. I was going to say to add on to the five hour energy, since he's stopping at a gas station, might as well get some gas station dick pills and get that shit going. Maybe. That shit gives you a hangover. I mean, since it's pro- probably worst. a prescription for the real shit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, man, I got the kind from the gas station one time. No, I didn't get it from a gas station. I bought it from a sex shop, from a sex toy shop. And uh, the girl told me when I bought it, she was like, because I'm going to tell you the story. And it's similar to your situation. I'd get horny and try to fuck my ex-wife. She'd get to bitching. She just bitched so fucking much. She'd start bitching about something. Then I'd lose interest if you will 
And then no matter how much I smacked it around, it wasn't going to come back. I'd been out of town on business for about a week and a half. And during this week and a half, we'd been sending naughty pictures and stuff back and forth. It was great. <laughs> but I shared a hotel room with some other dudes, so I couldn't necessarily find time or space to take care of this. So when I come home, I was getting some. And I told her, when I come home, you be ready. And sure enough, she was. She had lingerie. But I knew, slightest little thing, she'd start bitching. But she bitched all the time. So I stopped by the sex shop and I got myself a over-the-counter blue pill. I don't know what the fuck it was called. Uh, And the girl told me, make sure you drink a lot of water. So I did. I drank a lot of water. I took the pill and then I got there. Sure enough, she wanted to go out and eat. Fine. So I took her out to eat. Now I'm sitting in the restaurant and, you know, about the time the, the pill's kicking in. And I'm trying to adjust myself because I can't get comfortable because this table is way too low for the situation I found myself in. <laughs> and and uh, oh my God, I'm going to tell you something. By the time I got home, it, it, uh, it, it, was, it was working very, very well. It didn't take <laughs> all night either. I think it took about 45 minutes max. But yeah. But now the downside is, is you will have a hangover from hell, mm-hmm. no matter how much fucking water you drink. So that's why I recommend the five hour energy, the pre-workout in the car before you go in the house, go in, scoop her up, pick her up, throw her on the bed or the, ta- or the kitchen table or the counter. So or any flat surface, basically. Any flat surface will do. The wall, I guess would work. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, if you want to floor. break through the wall, it's fine. Sorry. Yeah, that's you know fine. A guy, you know a guy who does drywall, probably. So probably everybody, everybody knows a guy. So yeah, a yeah. guy who knows a guy who knows another guy who knows this guy's cousin who knows another guy. Yeah. So another relationship saved by Dustin Bones here. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Um, who, who who else needs my help? Okay, I got one here. How many more do you want to go? I got one. I got like two more here. All right, we'll do them both. Uh, this is a pretty quick one. So basically, the title of the poster says "Damn," and then some. So it says just yeah. Uh, Ron Simmons is now suing him for money. Uh, <laughs> just slept with my ex girlfriend. We had three hours of straight sex, nice, and told each other of past hookups after we ended. Now I know I should treat it as a fucking run, but I can't tell if I feel dirty or just ashamed. What say you, Dustin Bones? Treat it as a run. A three-hour run? As a fucking run, like basically a one-night stand, maybe. With his girlfriend? With his ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. So uh, so he's, he's, he, you treat it as like, you know, breakup sex? Or is it like, oh no, feelings are back? Or kind of thing. Huh? I don't see the problem here. I mean, he fucked his ex. What do I need to tell him? Like, I mean, he got laid. Yeah, but it's like, but you fucked for three hours. I mean, like, holy shit. Is it just like five minutes? And it's like, yeah, I'm still going to get my sweater or something. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) This guy does not need my help. You are doing well, 
my child. Yeah, but do you think you should get back with this? Oh hell no! <laughs> I mean, See, there you go. See, there's some advice. I, I mean, fuck her again. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not get back together. No. No. I mean, I've gotten back together with exes in the past, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, look, man. So far, uh, think of it as a baseball game. You just scored a home run, but the game ain't over. All right, you got to keep playing. So get back on the field, keep playing ball. Uh, sounds like you're doing a good job. Uh, keep up the good work. Who's next? All right. Um, let me see. I got one last one here, actually. All right. This is our last person. So. It's our last one. So this person's in a tough situation, according to the title. Um, my girlfriend told me about some coworkers who potentially hooked up. One of them is in a relationship with. With an up and coming good friend of let's say up and coming good friend of mine. Like what? <laughs> what? Let's just say with it a good friend something. of mine. Up and coming. Yeah. We're not friends yet, but it's it's totally on the rise, you know. Like he's gonna follow my like, He's getting there. Soon. He's gonna be in the main event someday. Yeah, yeah. He's a real up and comer. He's he's he's, he's just in one of my friends mid-card. hall of fame. He's in my mid card friend. Yeah, mid card friends. We he's all in have my mid card stable. <laughs> yeah. And we have those jobber friends that, you know. Yeah. Okay. So up and coming good friend. That's fucking stupid. So he's in a relationship with a good friend of his, let's just say. Uh, I really would like to tell my friend about what I've heard because I've been in his shoes beforehand. Felt like an idiot when I found out everyone knew except me. My girlfriend doesn't want me to tell because of the he said, she said uh, bullshit, quote unquote, Fred Durst from her coworkers. Uh, telling my friends would be breaking, tell be breaking her trust. So basically, how his girlfriend told him about some coworkers who hooked up and one of them. Is dating his, you know, up and coming good friend, according ah, to this post. Okay. So it's do you tell them or do you have to keep the secret? And then like, make nah, man, bros know? first. You always tell a bro. You got to tell a bro. You got to tell a bro so he knows what's going on, so he can be going and hooking up with other people too. Mm-hmm. Now, see, the cheating situation is fine as long as both people do it. But, uh, uh. Yeah, man, you got to tell a bro so he knows that, hey, I'm over here being exclusive and, uh, you know, staying at home on the weekends. And she's not showing me that same respect. And then he can go hook up with her sister. Like the last guy we talked to. <laughs> I was like, what, the first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first one? I was going to say, speaking of the up-and-coming friend, someone actually responded in the, the comments here. It says, depends how up and coming of a friend he is is it a friendship that's like trading a number two pick the night before draft day up and coming or is it like <laughs> you're going at the calendar thinking ah that lunch with you know xyz is up and coming friendship i think the friendship has to be defined by this if bro calls you yeah. and he wants to go to the bar mm-hmm. and you don't feel like going to the bar are you going to show up to that bar that's the level that's the measure I'd say so, yeah. That's how you measure it. If you won't show up to that bar, mind your business. Hell, I mean, sleep with his girlfriend. I mean, apparently she'll fuck anybody else. <laughs> Might as well. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean. <clears throat> but if you'll show up at that bar, you got to tell it. And you got to have an intervention. Get your other friends that know about it. So you have witnesses. Everybody tell them all at once. Yeah. 
Exactly. Trick the dude she's sleeping with into coming along with you so he can whoop his ass. Then he'll be grateful and he'll be glad you told him and he won't be mad at you. That's true. That's true. You make a point, you know. Um, but do it at a bar that you don't go to often. That way, when you get kicked out, it don't matter because you don't go there very often. So you Yeah, your mugshot won't be behind the bar. So do not yeah. let this man in. <laughs> yeah, you want to do this at a bar that you don't go to a lot. So when you get kicked out, you know. Preferably you, a really you, shitty one that like has like two-star reviews on Yelp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like an Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. Fuck uh, it's a, I mean, like, what's the trade-off really? Not getting shitty Italian food or, like, the unlimited breadsticks over here? I don't know. <laughs> uh, look, man, I ain't never went to Olive Garden for the breadsticks. And I ain't uh. been in years. Those breadsticks couldn't get me in the door. <laughs> but, you know. I think that's the measure, though. Whether or not you'll show up to the bar on a night that you don't want to go out if he calls you wanting to go out. I can agree with that. You need some sort of measure. Yeah. Because if you will show up at that bar, then, yeah, you got to help bro out here. Yeah. He's getting laughed at behind his back. He's being made mm-hmm. a mockery of with with other bros. And yeah. that shit can't stand. But if you won't show up at the bar, fuck it. No big deal. Then keep it to yourself. That's it. Yeah. Who cares? Because then at that point, he's just a work friend. Yeah. Acquaintance. Yeah. Coworker. Ooh. Just shuddered with that. Uh work. Yeah. Um, but they're coming. Hey. Oh. oh look, my cat just knocked over my guitar. God damn. <laughs> the little fucking shit. Oh my god. You better not have broke that. Get out of here. Hey. Quit. The fucking shit up. All right. <laughs> As I was about to say, that's been another successful edition of the Dustin Bones Love Connection. We'll bring it back sometime, maybe that's next right. Valentine's Day, whenever, you know. But I think it's about that time we get on with our uh, song review this week. Yeah, uh, I think we could probably do that. We can make yeah. something. And it's uh, some we've coined it the Velvet Revolver Week since we're doing another VR song. <laughs> And since we're still doing Under the Velvet covers for this Saturday and the one following, so. Yeah, and this is uh, originally by Electric Light Orchestra. Elo. But now it's by Velvet Revolver. Yes, and this is actually on their second album. I actually yeah, made Libertad. the main track listing on their second album. Ooh. On nice. Libertad. Well, let's let's give it a listen. There's two versions here on YouTube that I'm going to listen to that I can choose from. I'm going to pick the three minute and 58 second version. Yeah, because that's what it shows here on the track listing on Wikipedia. It's like 357. So we're at the same time. One second. Oh, no. I missed a slosh note. (laughs) Oh, well. I got sunshine. <laughs> it's like a rock version of My Girl. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> oh. Why not? Cat obviously wanted to hear me play. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Wasn't even the right key. Close enough. Ooh, there's Slash. I'm still here, guys. I'm just, I'm just waiting to hit the right note here. Yeah. Hang on. Oh yeah, there we go. He was asleep. <laughs> oh shit. This is how Slash snores with a guitar in his lap. Oh shit, Matt, you fucking woke me up. <laughs> <laughs> So far, I don't hate it. It's not bad, actually. It's cool. I feel like it really fits the old Revolver style. Yeah, I've never heard the original version to be able to compare it to anything. Yeah, like the only there's only a pan, like a very small handful of like Electric Light Orchestra songs that I'm familiar with or know. So uh, it's always good to especially dig into their discography and see other artists covering it and such. What other what other songs do they sing? Um. Electric Light Orchestra, Evil Woman. Trying to see if there's one I've heard. That's probably one you definitely heard. Evil Woman, there's fucking another one. That's on the tip of my like fucking tongue. I don't remember. I feel like I would know it if I heard it, because I remember listening to ELO, and I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember the song. Let me like, just look them up on here. Um what are their biggest songs? So it gives me like Mr. Blue Sky, Turn to Stone, Living Thing, Confusion. It's like, I mean, let's see on Spotify. Let's see what their like top five is on Spotify. I'm just going to Google ELO greatest hits. Yeah, Don't Bring Me Down. That's the one. There we go. Don't Bring Me Down. That's like one of the biggest songs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Slash, I'm still here, guys. Near, near. It's like, wait, I'm not playing the Godfather solo, am I? <laughs> I guess that's uh, the universe telling me I need to talk about this. Yeah, this is really uh, bop. We're just like bopping along, just enjoying this, man. I, I can't yeah, complain. It's actually not terrible. Um, I can get into some enough. lyrics if you want. Yeah, read some lyrics. Let's do some lyrics. All right, so we'll start from the beginning here. Uh, Midnight on the water, I saw the ocean's daughter. Um, walking through the burning rain, hoping just to know her name. And in the chorus, I can't get out of my head. No, I can't get out of my head. Now my old world is gone for dead because I can't get it out of my head. What, the ocean's daughter or her name? 
Uh, something. He can't get something out of his head. <clears throat> yeah. Speaking of not being able to get things out of your head, man, have you have you seen Peacemaker yet? I have I have not. Like I've heard good things about it. I just haven't had a chance to check it out yet. I'm gonna show you something after the show. Killer solo. Damn, that's interesting. Oh, he's still going. Get it, son, get it. Oh, fuck, that was a damn good solo. Yeah. heard uh, oh that's good baseline too i've mm. heard uh parts of this before i believe i believe this is this was in that chinese democracy remix album that a fan made where they took uh vr songs and uh replaced you know added axel's chinese democracy lyrics to them mm. oh really oh yeah i it's on a hard drive somewhere i gotta look into it again there it is i can't get it out of my head it take too long that I think exceeded both our expectations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after uh, Saturday's episode with that shitty uh, Nirvana cover, which was oh, that was awful. But yeah, yeah dude, this was like completely different. Um, yeah, fuck, this is actually really good. Yeah, I dug it. So, uh, how are we doing reviews this week? Uh, it doesn't matter to me if you want me to go first. I can. All right. Uh, well, uh, take it away, Chris I'll, Caputo. I'll go front and center here. Um, this is a really good song. Like, it, like we said before, like this is a very, like one we didn't expect to be like this good. Which, like, because we don't really know. Neither of us knows anything that much about ELO. But yeah. like, shit, I would have listened to the original because I'm like to see what's better. Because this is a really good fucking cover, and it fits right into that. Uh, like the sound of the revolver as well. I think it really fits their sort of sound well. Um, the slash solo, honestly, a very underrated slash solo, I would say. Mm. Like, it's really good. I didn't expect it to be that fucking good. Like, holy. Um, yeah. On the whole, though, it's almost a four of this song, I would say. I would, I would, the only thing is, because I haven't listened to the original version of the song. That's why. Right. So, like, if, if I listen to the original and then I would, you know, be like, okay, that would probably get me to give it a four if it was, you know, in, at least in my opinion, better than the original. But I think just one below, I think, is pretty good. So I'm going to go 3.75 out of five. This will definitely, I would listen to this here and there, you know, not like super often, but definitely it's going on the rock playlist. It's definitely going to get a lot more listens now, 
I'm literally going to add it right now into my playlist right now on Spotify. Yeah, I enjoyed it too, man. Uh, <clears throat> like you said, I'm also in the camp. I, I can't really compare it to the original, so I'm not sure that that is a Slash solo. That could be uh, an ELO solo. Yeah, but uh, it sounded like Slash, but it was on Spin On. It did sound very Slash-esque. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I liked it regardless, to be honest with you. Um, I, I know like when we did Surrender on Shotcast, I kind of took off points for it being just a cookie cutter of, of uh, Cheap Trick. Yeah. But that's the reason the reason that is is because that's a song that's in my playlist that I listen to often. Mm-hmm. And um this one is not. So this is new to me. Uh and since I mean I I, I, I will give it a four because I am gonna listen to this again. Uh I'm probably gonna listen to this after the show and uh check it out when we're not doing a podcast and I can just listen to it. But yeah, I think this is a definitely solid four material here. Yeah, and I feel like when a cover's like this good, you actually want to dig more into the, like the discography of the the artist that they're covering as well. Yeah, no. And, like doubt. I would definitely dig into more of Electric Light Orchestra because I know a couple songs of theirs. Like they're not they're not terrible. They're a very good band, I'd say. Yeah, definitely more of the seventies eighties sound, but still, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you want to spin the wheel and see what we're doing next week? Hell yeah, brother. Let's see uh, if we can get some more goodness on the road to episode 150. Spin it. Parkland by Duff McKagan. Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Parkland by Duff McKagan. I need to write it, it down. Sounds like Duff McKagan trying to be a skater boy or something. <laughs> he was a skater boy. It's such a lighter boy. He wasn't good enough for attitude. <laughs> Got a fucking attitude. <laughs> Doesn't mean I didn't try. Parkland, it sounds like it's about to be a song about Seattle. So, oh boy, well, yay, ish. I don't know. We're gonna suffer through it next week. Oh, hopefully, you never know. We could, we could have something, you know, a total one eighty. Could be. Yeah, I mean, we we try once if it is tough. Like, yeah, it's probably it could be a slag, but we at least try and go in with some open mindedness. You know, yeah, it's not like. People are like, oh, you fucking guys shit on Duff McKagan. No, like, his stuff kind of sucks so far, at least from what we <laughs> so, yeah, I think I don't think, like, the highest suck. rating he's ever gotten in the show of Solo Work was, like, a three, three and a half. I don't know. I, I remember the only song that I actually, like, consistently, like, still listen to here and there of his was when he reviewed um, I Love You from his, uh, his first solo album. Mm. And I still remember mm. that song. It's still a really good song. I don't know. I don't remember. To be honest with you, it still comes up here and there, like when I when you throw it on the shuffle or whatever. So we we have not taken a break in three years, not for more than a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I don't remember everything we've done, but I mean, if you say it was good, I'll take your word for it. I remember we both thought it was pretty good. I think I liked it a little more, but okay. 
Yeah. Well, next week we're going to listen to Parkland by Duff McKagan. And uh, yeah, we uh, we hope to see you there for episode 148. Be sure to come back on Saturday for Shotcast Saturday when Ooh. we're going to be. What song are we doing on Saturday? Um, it is week three of Under the Velvet Covers. Also, we're continuing Velvet Revolver week here as well. We're going to be doing Velvet Revolver covering Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Definitely. Yeah. So be sure to come back for Under the Velvet Covers on Saturday. And uh, yeah, we're almost wrapping up this whole month of cover songs by Velvet Revolver. So that's pretty cool. Hell yeah, brother. And um, don't forget March 7th episode 150 we will be going live so mark that on your calendars guys um time to be determined maybe in the next week or so we'll probably announce it on our twitter instagram over there so give us a follow there guys at guns and radio pod or we may just announce it here on one of the next episodes so yeah yeah well closer to time when we check out our schedules we'll know yeah uh, we're gonna try and have some guests come on do some fun stuff you know as our usual live shenanigans we may drop the invite link publicly and let anybody Ooh. who wants to come on join us. That seemed to be a, a good thing to do on New Year's. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's going to be episode 150. But to close out this episode, be sure to come back on Saturday. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this show. And uh, until next time, my name is Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. Um, join us Saturday. Under the Velvet Covers continues. And uh, join us Monday. The road to 150 is almost there. But until then, stay safe. Um, don't fucking die out there. And peace out. Well, let's get it.